Welcome to the Maine Nurse Preceptor Education Program podcast series. I'm Taffy Davis and I am glad you are here. This series supports nurse preceptors with new or a review of the important knowledge, skills, and attitude skill sets needed by nurse preceptors. In this podcast, we will discuss the three easy steps for giving difficult feedback. Giving feedback, especially difficult feedback, is one of the most requested skills by nurse preceptors. Perhaps your preceptee has said something in front of a patient or family, told you they are competent to do a complex dressing change, that you find out by observing that they aren't competent. Or worse, you've picked up on an attitude issue and now you, the preceptor, get to address the issue. Is your heart rate up? palms getting a bit sweaty, clenching your jaw, you are not alone. It's interesting though because as a preceptor and then as a nurse manager who organized many orientations, I can say with certainty that 100% of the new nurses said, if I do something wrong, please tell me. If that's the case, then why are we so uncomfortable giving difficult feedback? Let's take a look at when to give the feedback and then the three easy steps are preparing and giving it. Always try to provide your feedback as soon after the incident as you can and in private. Of course, if your preceptee's action is a safety issue to your patient, you will stop your preceptee right then and there, provide them with some guidance and complete your work with the patient. Otherwise, go to a private place as soon as it's feasible. The sooner you address the issue, the better. Otherwise, the preceptee may repeat the behavior. Waiting until the end of the shift or putting it off until tomorrow usually results in further delay, decreasing the feedback's impact or dismissing the feedback altogether after days have gone by. So let's take a look at giving the difficult feedback. Step 1. Start with the facts. When giving feedback, keep your emotion out of the conversation by starting with the facts. Facts are objective and hard to argue with. They either happened or they didn't. Facts are not your opinion. If the issue is not knowledge or skill but an attitude, what exactly was said or how was the tone perceived? Attitude issues are harder to pin down, but examples of facts include what the response by the other person was, a facial expression, a gesture, or even going quiet and having no response. As you mentally sift through your facts, keep asking whether the preceptee could contradict or argue with your facts. Keep sifting until the facts can't be argued with. By starting with the facts, the discussion is centered on the issue and not the person. Next, let's discuss what to do with the facts. Step 2. Describe the impact that those facts have had. Now that you have the facts on issue at hand, the next step is holding a difficult conversation is to state what impact those facts have. Here's an example. If the preceptee didn't medicate a patient in the needed time frame prior to a procedure, the impact is having to reorganize or even delay other tasks for other patients. Let's visit the attitude issue. The impact of the attitude facts might be a patient or family not building a trusting relationship or a peer wondering how the prep D will fit into the unit. Phew, 
Believe it or not, the hard part of this conversation is over. The last step is easy. All we need to do now is ask a question. Step 3. Ask the preceptee to clarify, contradict, or explain your facts. Once you have stated the facts and described the impact that they've had, now engage the preceptee by asking, What do you think? Do you see something I don't? Be patient for the person to gather their thoughts, don't interrupt, and just sit back and listen. Engage in the conversation when appropriate, and nine times out of ten, the preceptee will not realize what they did or said, and they will come back and respond with, That's not what I meant, or Thank you for bringing the concern forward so quickly. So just to recap, remember to immediately correct unwanted behaviors and praise good behaviors so they get repeated. Step 1. Start with the facts, not emotion. Step 2. Describe the impact of those facts. And Step 3. Ask for clarification or the other viewpoint. Thank you preceptors for the work you do. It is greatly appreciated. The Maine Nurse Preceptor Education Program is a statewide blended learning program that has been ongoing since 2015. The program is provided free of cost for participants, though funding is provided by the Lunder-Deneen Health Education Alliance of Maine. The Nurse Preceptor Community of Practice is open to all nurse preceptors and provides a safe and supportive place to learn and share with other preceptors from around the country. The Community of Practice can be found on LinkedIn on the Maine Nurse Education Preceptor Program Group page. For more information, please visit www.lunderdeneen.org forward slash preceptorship.